Welcome to the Business Design Podcast. Uh, most days, I'm Randy. Ba- I mean, uh, I'm. Uh, all right, I'm confused. Yeah, I, I, I'm Randy Baker, and I think he is Dr. Kent. But that's right. I'm Dr. Kent, and he's Randy Baker. And uh, usually, we talk about businesses and how they're designed. But Randy usually says this part. Yeah. Um, so we, we we find people who are interesting to to interview. And today we found a real badass, and his name is uh, Craig Sweeney. It just just uh, FYI, as a trigger warning, uh, he says fuck uh, several times. You should have warned us before we you said that. So. Oh wait, hold on, I'm about to say fuck. Yeah, much better. So um, fuck it, let's go and uh, let's go and listen to Craig Sweeney uh, because he has a bucket list and a fuck it list. Hi, Craig. Great to see you and hear you since uh, the folks listening can't see you. But uh, I I have to start out by asking about those interesting cages with the um, with the candles behind you. Uh, What's the story behind those? I, you know, you'll have to ask my wife to be completely honest with you. (laughs) It wasn't a design choice that I personally made. I think it's supposed to be some sort of a pseudo industrial look for the uh, decor here. So uh, I, I like that. Uh, I thought since you were talking about being in Milwaukee, I thought maybe it was a, you know, very, a staple of Milwaukee sort of design. You know, it, it, it definitely, you know, Milwaukee is very industrial city. I think it does lend itself to, to that quite a bit. So I'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that, Kent. So my uncle, when I was growing up, was a, a ball player, baseball player, and um coached he ended up being a third base coach for the twins when they won the world series and so he got all these rings and everything but he was buddies with paul molitor who's mm-hmm. one of your stars up there yeah. are you a baseball fan i i am uh, i was a big fan back in the day when when molitor played for the brewers and obviously he's from the cities so uh i know he went back up there and i think he still lives up there now but you know, certainly a fan favorite down here, and he did a lot for us. I remember a, a 39-game hitting streak that he had at one point, and uh, just a heck of a ball player. So I guess that was – so, Randy, I think I established the rapport here. You want to <laughs> dive in and ask the hard questions? Yeah, I want to start Is this good cop, right? bad cop? What is this? <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> tossing back and forth. Like but, <laughs> I tried uh, to I'm, butter I'm, you up. Now he's yeah. going to – yeah, so I, I'm going to say I'm going to ask you a really simple question for you. It's it's hard for me, but how do you embrace your badassery? So I embrace my badassery. I, I think primarily by being open to new experiences. Right. I think uh, as we get older and we're in our midlife stage, that many of us close ourselves off to learning new things, trying new things, experiencing new. Uh, New places, people, events, etc. And I think, uh, from my perspective, you know, myself, my my wife, and I, both in, in our professional and personal lives, embrace opportunities to to learn, to experience, and to meet new people. So I think that's how I embrace my badassery. Does that answer your question? <laughs> it does. It does, but it doesn't give me any specific details. I'm kind of like details. So I, I'm a badass. Since since turning 50 in the second half of my life, I've done a whole lot of crazy things, including flying in a rocket vehicle, 
riding a bike, yeah. riding a motorcycle, swimming with sharks, swimming with sharks, um, whitewater rafting, the most dangerous river in North America. And Randy's only fifty-one now, so it's it's been a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, I just look a lot older. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love you to give you know give me some examples of things that you've done to celebrate or or embrace your badassery, which I actually love that. Yeah, a lot. Some of some of those things that you mentioned, I, I well, I think they're they're awesome, and you know, I, I envy you, you, the balls that you had to do some of those things. Quite frankly, um, you know, so I've got I've got things that are on my bucket list and I've got things that, excuse my French, are on my bucket list. And I think swimming with sharks are on my bucket list. Jumping out of a perfectly good airplane is on my bucket list. So there are, there are definitely things that, that I thought maybe were, were pretty cool and, and badass when I was you know, 30 that I'm like, you know what, I can do without doing that. So now, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm, I'm doing to, to, you know, to embrace my badassery is, is starting businesses, is, is traveling a lot more than I ever did when I was younger. Um, Still dancing like Elaine from Seinfeld every Friday night uh, with my wife. You know, doing some 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 stuff that uh, I, I think other. You know, I'm 55 now, so I, I think uh, there's other folks that look at us when we're out on the dance floor and, and kind of shake their head. And uh, it's not a pretty sight by any stretch of the imagination. It's uh, we dance ugly, um, but you know we get out and do it. We we're you know we like to be active. And not to say that, you know, other people that are in their 50s aren't active at all, but, but certainly the way we embrace life as if we're, we weren't 55, as if we're just, you know, experiencing things for the first time, whether or not they are the 50th time. And it's just, it's about having that, that, that attitude that I don't wake up and feel like I'm mid-age. And not, there's nothing wrong with being middle-aged. Let, let, me, let me put that out there, first of all. If you're happy, if you're doing things that, 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 satisfy you that that complete you you know you don't have to go out and 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 get a red convertible and and get a mistress and and uh you know start listening to death metal again right you know if you're happy you're happy and that's badass in and of itself but if you're not happy what what we are trying to do is, is to is to help you get over the fear of making a change that will get you to a place of happiness and contentment and satisfaction well, I, I do love that. Uh, I love the fact that you said red convertible because I do have a red convertible. Well, you, well, you admit to the mistress part. That's what. That's what I. <laughs> yeah, no, no, happily married, no mistress, Fabulous. no mistress. But what about the death metal? That was the uh, the other. That's the other. Yeah, death metal. No, I was never into that to start with. So yeah, I think <laughs> I'm good. So interesting, Craig. I think um, what I like about the immediate sense i get of of you is the um midwestern charm meets the sort of slap in a face humor almost like a you know the 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 bucket list the fuck it list you know i love that i love but it the, there's almost there's a little bit of a shock value to it so i'm curious about were you were you the class clown or were you the secret like whisper behind the hand something or where where did that sense of humor yeah come I, from? I definitely there were times when i was uh when I was accused of being the class clown, for sure. But I'd say my humor, for the most part, is, is tends to be drier. Um, and I, I'm very satirical at times. I, I think that for us to, to develop a brand around what this, and I'm going to call it a mission, is, we have to slap people in the face from time to time. Uh, you know, if you look at the, the middle age or, or the, the senior movement, if you will, you know, AARP and 
you know, others of that ilk, they come at this, this midlife and elderly uh, population with a very pseudo-educational or, or I guess, non-profity type of, of messaging um, and, and try to sell you a bunch of crap. And I think that we need to be slapped in the face and, and you know, help each other to realize that we've got a hell of a lot of life left to live. We've got things to build. We've got, we've got places to go, as Dr. Seuss would say. You know, that, that's, that's deliberate. So that the, the shock value, uh, Kent, is, is, is a very deliberate thing. It comes naturally to me. Just that's how I am. But, you know, the name over the badass, the, you know, the peppering in of, of, of some, you know, some off-color words here and there, that's deliberate. That's, that's how I'm going to talk to somebody down at the pub that I'm sitting next to having a pint that maybe worked at the Harley Davidson plant here in Milwaukee for 30 years and woke up one morning and realized he's, he's miserable, right? So I want to talk to people where they're at and, and who they are instead of coming at them from a, a, a higher place or, or, or a place of, of preachiness, uh, if you will. So that's, that's kind of where it comes from. So it's the, so he, it, I was going to make one, I have a one liner, Randy, so I'll, I'll squeeze that in here. But it's, it's where the candle meets the cage. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's beautiful. I might, I might have to use that. Do I have permission to use that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so for our listeners who can't see it and who missed it at the start, that's a visual joke as well as a, <laughs> as a, as well as a uh, audible one. Great. You used a word before. I used the word mission. And I find that very interesting because a lot of people find it very difficult to combine mission and business. And I presume that you've created this business out of your mission. How did you do that? And how do you go around explaining people that this is a business and therefore there's a financial transaction involved? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, this was a, a mission or it started off as kind of a passion project for me. Was I turned 50 and was invited to a high school reunion and, and uh, had conversations mainly through social media with former classmates. And so many were complaining of getting about getting older and, and, and longing for retirement and going to fish every day or, or, or golf every day or what have you. And I looked at my then fiance and, and said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, we're 51 years old. And, and so to be, you know, to have somebody that I was close to at one time act as if, as if their life was not over, but certainly on, on the down, downside was something that really hit me across the face. And I, I just said, there's got to be other people in, in the world that, that feel the same way I do, that there's so much life left to be lived in value and value that we can contribute to society and not just wait, you know, to kind of be put out to pasture. And so I started this, you know, started this thing with an email newsletter just because I love to write. I, you know, wanted to be Darren Stevens, a copywriter, you know, since I was a little kid. So I, I thought I'd kind of get that out of my system by writing this email newsletter. And some of the feedback that I had gotten in, in fairly short order was so positive and, you know, really brought to, to light that this was a much needed mission, if you will, that, that I decided, hey, th- could this be a business? Could this be an opportunity to build something here that had you know, a financial aspect to it? And so I, you know, I looked at other paid communities. I looked at what AARP was doing and not doing and what they weren't providing and so forth and, and, and looked at the other content providers out there in the space and realized that there's a big niche that, that can be filled 
by just talking to people in a real fashion, by delivering some shock value to, to grab attention. And, you know, it, it's th- this problem of, you know, and I'm not, I'm not here to fight ageism. I'm, I'm here to, you know, uh, to hit people at a personal level where, where they can embrace the fact that they can make a change, that it's not too late to, to, to wake up. And, and whether that's a professional change, whether that's a relationship change, or just, you know, just a mindset change, you know, it starts in here, goes to here, and then goes to here. And so this is audio, so the audience can't see what I just did. So I apologize. But I pointed to my head, my heart, and then my hands. So it, it, it really is a difficult scenario for many folks that wake up in, in mid-age and know they have to make a change. You know, they've told themselves for so long that it's just not, it doesn't make sense, that it's not a safe thing to do. And their, their, their tribe, their family, their friends have also echoed those thoughts, right? And, and, and they don't want them to make a change. You'd be foolish to leave that job because you've got a 401k and, you know, and it's safe. Um, you'd be foolish to, you know, you, what are you talking about? You, you and, you know, you and Pam are happy, you know, you got these great kids. And, and so to, to make a change at midlife so many times is such a daunting prospect that we need help many times in doing that. And then really it starts with the mindset, but when you do, when you do decide to make a change, particularly from a career perspective, whether you want to switch roles or start a business that you've always wanted to, um, you, you first have to decide to do it, but then for so many, it's difficult to even figure out how to do it. So how do I take that first step? What do I do? How do I network? How, you know, it, you, know, I'll, you know, you have to look online for jobs now. 30 years ago, you know, you could go apply in person. So, there, you know, that's very rudimentary, but that's just an example of, of, of how daunting it can be. Men have a tendency to give up their life in exchange for comfort and security Women, on the other hand, tend to get to a point where they say, enough, I don't want my life to be this way, and they will make the change. Do you find that gender difference is real, or is that just a, a, a characterization that we tend to believe? Uh, it's, it's absolutely real, Randy. So, you know, when I look at the opportunities that, that women at midlife have to not only have, have personal interactions with others in their age groups, friends, associates, etc., but if you look at like I was looking at Clubhouse the other day and the sheer number of life coaches and, and career coaches for women in midlife, it's like 99 to one, you know, people that are focused on women as opposed to uh, as opposed to uh, gender neutral or, or focused on the male. There's a huge problem. As you mentioned, you know, women tend to have friend groups. They have girls weekends. They have things like that. Guys, as we get older, many times, you know, we've, we've got the kids leaving for school, we've got the empty nest syndromes, and then maybe we're getting divorced. We've had couples friends, and, and sometimes those will go with, the, the, you know, your, your ex-wife. And maybe you've got a friend at work or, or somebody that you can talk to, but for, for many men in this situation, it's an extremely lonely time for them. So it's a really big problem. You know, the, the relationship issues and men tending not to be able to develop those relationships um, at, at this midlife stage is a huge, huge issue. And you're, you're seeing an increased uh, number of suicides for men in our age group uh, because of that. So, you know, if we can help with that, that's something I love to, I love to do. So from a marketing perspective, I mean, you've, you've got great copy on your website. Your newsletter is fabulous. So the copy and the words are really good. But in most coaching or expert environments, the messaging prior to getting a client 
in, in this case, I suspect there's a whole lot of education going on before a guy will even come to the point where he says, I, I need help, before he starts even looking for it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for men in particular, it is a difficult proposition from a marketing perspective because, because most men are programmed not to even seek out help, right? So, so and, and women are, are much, more, much more attuned to that and much more in, into looking for help online or through their uh, through their network. So that is is definitely from a marketing perspective very difficult. And thanks for the, the kind words about the, the website. In fact, we're um, I'm actually building a whole new platform currently on the Kajabi platform and uh, coming out with our first online course at how to start a business at 50 or older. So we're we're looking forward to doing that. And then our podcast uh, will be will be launching soon as well. So you know love to have you guys on there. I'll I'll tag along with Randy on that one. I, you're not. You, how old are you, Ken? You're, you're not. You're not touching forty, probably, right? I'm. I'm six times seven. All right. So you are. Okay. Quick math. So, yeah. You're you're the meaning of life, right? Yeah. Exactly. Six times seven. But uh, yeah. but on Zoom, I look younger than I than I am. I I should try to sound old. Um, that's how. Um, I was just gonna. I had to bring up since you were talking about AARP. Most of their stuff is really kind of yawn-worthy, but I was super impressed that they got Bob Dylan to record, uh, what was it, Sinatra songs for them or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I once in a while. Yeah. Once, in a while <laughs> once in a while, Dylan will, will surprise you and, and go commercial, like rogue commercial, like every 10 years. It's kind of weird. Yeah, the, the Victoria's Secret commercials were pretty cool back in the day. I think it was the 90s. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sick of love. I think that was his line. So, yeah. so Craig, really interested in how you're scaling your business. So, so from here, you're building out all these authority platforms and so on. And we keep these interviews pretty short. So I'd love to kind of hear from you to sort of close up where you're hoping the business will go, who you're looking for specifically. I think you already kind of hinted at it and where they can find you. Yeah, so you know we're we're scaling our business. You know, we're starting out with a lot of free resources. So you know, our, our newsletter, our our podcast. We're looking for members for our our, our private memberships, um, which will initially be a free uh, a free resource as well. Uh, transitioning into a paid resources, we add things like private Slack channels for uh, for various subject matter. So we'll be diving into issues around relationships, around career marriage, et cetera, even sex life uh, at over 50. So we'll be having, you know, private Slack groups and communities for, for those subject matters. We're also with the online course, we're looking to develop courses for various subject matter as well. Um, so we're looking to scale it mainly for, from a freemium model at the outset here and build a community that way. Certainly a private Facebook group is, is launching along with our, with our new Kajabi platform site. So we're looking forward to, to scaling that. And I think you know, obviously, a lot of digital marketing, paid Facebook ads, Instagram ads, etc. Most of our audience lives on Facebook, just based on the demographic. But but Instagram is certainly pick, picking up as well. You know, I think we're probably a generation away from embracing TikTok as as our audience. But certainly, Facebook and Instagram are, are going to be two of the the leads from a paid marketing standpoint. So that's I don't know if that answers your question, but you know, the people we're looking for are people that either are badasses or, or know that they can be a badass and with some guidance some coaching, some motivation. I think the motivation and, and some knowledge that knowledge that, Hey, you've got an opportunity here. Life isn't over. You know, 
let's get out and kick some ass. And if you need, if you need support, if you need a hand to, to get up that wall, you know, let's, you know, lend a hand. So we're really excited about the feedback we've gotten. We're excited about what we can do and the opportunities that exist, you know, within this community. We haven't even touched on, on what this audience, this community can do, what value we can provide. And really, if you look at spending power uh, of Gen X and, and Boomer demographic, it's tremendous. So I, I think we've got opportunities there too. I, I certainly don't want to look at this as only, you know, what are my you know, channels, uh, you know, of monetization, but that is that is one aspect of it. But I think we can help a lot of people along the way to making some money as well. So thanks for talking to us, Craig. What is your website and social, the handles, so people can find you? Yeah, so the website's uh, at uh, www.over50badass.com. We're at, at over50badass on Instagram. We've got a Facebook page at over50badass, at over50badass on Twitter as well. So love for anybody to reach out. I'm at Craig at over50badass on uh, email and, uh, and csweeney2010 on, on Instagram. So please look out for us. If you know anybody that could use some motivation or just the skills to make changes at midlife, please send them our way. This has been a blast, you guys. I appreciate the time. You know, TGIF, let's have, let's have a great weekend. And uh, yeah, I, I appreciate uh, you having me on. So for all our listeners, um, I've got a decade on Craig and uh, yeah, we're all badasses. So Absolutely. 50 is... Randy, Randy, I have you on my podcast. So I'm going to hold you to that. I would love to do that. That sounds awesome. Excellent. And uh, I have to bring back, I think they say the the law of threes applies. So I have to say, um, I hope you continue to bring cages to candles and vice versa. <laughs> Absolutely, cool. Kent. And you're going to take along. You're, you're not, you're, so we're, we cater down to 45. So you're not too far. you got three years. I'll work on it. I'll see if I can age a couple of years here. This is good. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Craig. Wow. Uh, I really love what you are doing because I feel that too many men, even in these days, and women, see their life at 50 being over. And I can attest to the fact that 50 is just, you know, the new 40, 30, 20. Life starts at 50. It's not over. And I really appreciate that you're out there teaching the over 50s to be badasses. Yeah, I appreciate that you put up with my um, my comments about Bob Dylan. There, it's fun to kind of throw things at you and see see you <laughs> roll right along with us. That's always the best part of the show. So, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you want to find out about a couple of other badasses, so that's Dr. Kent and myself. I am over fifty. Dr. Kent is not. Go to our website, thoughtpartnergroup.com. I am over fifty IQ. Fifty two. that's right so if you want to find out a lot more about our really bad puns and other jokes you can subscribe and listen to more of this this show or one of our other shows we've got a show called thought leader and a show called reputation capital as well so subscribe to them all they're all free